diagnoses? She was not in agreement with the diagnoses. I believe she was in agreement with the recommendation for therapy, but not the diagnoses. And was there an issue in terms of whether or not she would participate in medication management? Uh, that At that point, they didn't recommend medication management um, just because they didn't finish the evaluation due to the disagreement with the recommendation um, of the diagnoses. Okay. And so when she, when Ms. Walsh told you yesterday she's identified an individual provider, have you received all of the information pertaining to that provider so that you can look up their credentials, make sure that they're, they're appropriately licensed, and also provide them with information necessary to uh, treat her in this dependency case? So the information was received late yesterday, but she did provide me with the website, the provider's name um, and agency so that I can call and gather that information. And there is an appointment scheduled for individual therapy, but I do need to go and check and make sure that that provider will meet the credentials so that it can count for the case plan. Okay. And how are they providing individual therapy if the evaluation wasn't fully completed at Legacy because of the disagreement between Ms. Walsh and the provider? The, they haven't provided therapy at this point. They did schedule an initial appointment. I am not sure because I have not had contact with them what information they are privy to at this point. Um, so they may not even be privy to the evaluation at Legacy. Is it fair to say that the information that you have at this point is all reported by Ms. Walsh? Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. And do you have the name of that provider handy? Uh, if you give me one second, she texted it to my phone. I can pull that up. Okay. Uh, April Chapel, Growing in Grace. Okay, thank you. And um, Ms. Rozier, you were supervising the case um, prior to Esther's birth, is that correct? Um, I was supervising the case prior to Esther's birth, yes. And so you're familiar with the challenges that led to the termination in the um, case of the siblings? I am. I'm objecting to the relevancy of anything that has to do with the siblings. Her parental rights were terminated. Well, it doesn't sound like she's doing any of the things that I ordered her to do. So I, I'm, I'm going to overrule, overrule the objection. We need to hear about why, because the, the, the case plan was the same. And we're still here and now going on two years and we still haven't gotten an evaluation. And the court is very concerned with that. I understand, Your Honor. However, if I may, at Legacy, they did a 15-minute Zoom meeting with my client and diagnosed her. That is really not realistic. And I'm, not I was, play, I'm not going to play the games anymore. No, I know, but, but this of course, is getting ridiculous. Every time we send her to a provider, she wants to go to a different provider, or this provider isn't good enough because uh, she doesn't like him or she thinks that, that this or she thinks that's that. This is not about Megan and what Megan thinks. This I, is about the law and this is a don't, don't start with me. This is about getting Megan through this and making sure that her and baby Esther are reunified. I have been trying to make it my life's work in this particular position 
to get Megan to where she can be with her baby. And it's not going to work again. It's the same train. It's the same light at the end of the tunnel. It's the same train with the light that's going to run over you, Megan, if you don't get this done. You have got, all you've got to do is go to where they say go, answer the questions that they want you to answer, and be done with it. And do what they ask you to do instead of you thinking you know everything and you need to go to this provider or that provider or change this or change that. As far as the medical marijuana, I think that anybody that's in a dependency case should not be allowed to have a medical marijuana card. And that, yes, that is on the record. The blue man is on, and I will say it again if I have to. It is absolutely ridiculous to put somebody on a uh, regiment to where we're trying to get them off of drugs, but then we give them a medical marijuana card to smoke marijuana. That, that makes about as much sense as I don't know what. And in this particular case, the, we have been fighting with Megan to get her provider of her mar medical marijuana. Now we've got a provider, we think, but that's only because Megan says that we do. We don't have anybody here to tell me how much me medical marijuana she's supposed to have. Her test that she's testing, we can't test her levels of mar medical marijuana because she could be taking medical marijuana and then be smoking four times as much but we don't know because we don't know how much she's getting from her provider. So there's, there's little holes in everything that Megan does. And she thinks she's fooling me. You're not fooling me, mother nature. I got you. Everything that we do, you leave little points out. Now it, it is absolutely ridiculous. And I don't know who Sylvia is, but um, I'm going to put you um, out. Thank you very much. You're, you're not going to play the games with the court anymore. You're going to be ordered to go to places. You're going to be ordered just like everybody else in a dependency case. And if you don't do what you're supposed to do, you're going to lose this child too. And I do not want that to happen. I don't know what it's going to take to get you to understand you are not in charge of this situation. And if you want to get in charge of this situation, you will do as this court asks. You've appealed it to everywhere. You've, your attorneys have gone to the fourth DCA and everything else. Guess what? Your appeals were all denied. What does that mean? You've got to do what this court says. I'm not asking you to do anything that we haven't asked anybody else to do. For some reason, you think you're special. No, your Honor, if well, I may speak, well, I, I did do a full explanation. I don't need any explanation. I'm going to tell you this, DCF is going to give you the names of providers. You are to get these evaluations done. I we have, have been running own. around these bases. We've already taken away three children. We're on number four. If you want that one taken away also, keep on going. Partial compliance isn't even close here because there's a hole in every single thing that you've been asked to do. I have done every evaluation, Your Honor, and I was told that I could have a private provider, and I have found that. This is not a being... Private, a private provider doesn't mean um, just somebody out there that says they practice not in this. They've got to be not a at licensed... All. She's an expert. She is an expert in IT. 
I'm sorry. I don't care about expert. They got to be licensed in the practice of psychology. Yes, not she is. Not what Megan thinks. Not what Megan thinks. This is not about what I think with all due respect under God, Your Honor. I have done everything that I have been told to do. I have done the evaluations. That testimony is incorrect. If you've done the evaluation, then where is it? Why is it not here on my desk where I can see that Megan's Let's done the evaluation where you go in and all those things, the, the tests that we sat through this whole trial and listened to, that you were supposed to go and do all that paperwork, where is it? Yeah, I've done everything, Excuse Your me, Honor. Stop, I, please. Ms. Rosier, I believe she did do the test. You're waiting for the results, correct? That's and, my, and my levels are checked every week for marijuana. My levels are checked, and it's been testified on the prior case to that. You're the only one that's told us that we, we have no testimony from anybody. We thank you for telling us who you're buying your marijuana from, but, but we don't know how much you're buying. I have, a, have, no I have a legal prescription, Your Honor, that I'm tested, and Allison Armstrong, on under oath, on testimony on the last case, testified that I test regularly twice a week under the levels that I'm even prescribed, Your Honor. This is horribly misconstrued. <laughs> It's horribly misconstrued. You're the only one testifying to that. Where is this doctor to testify have, that you're I under have the signed, under I have signed this. I'm not going to argue with you anymore. I'm not going to argue with you, may with I ask you anymore. May I ask Ms., you all releases, Your Honor? Thank you, Your Honor. Ms. Rozier, based on what you know of the past case and where we are today, have you seen any progress or any change in the behavior of Ms. Walsh? The progress that I have seen is in the prior case, I know that there was not a compliance in regards to doing the frontal capacity assessment. Um, as stated in the judicial review, the mother has completed the two appointments for the frontal um, capacity evaluation, and we are waiting for that report. Um, the provider wants to observe one of mom's visits and is set to do that next Wednesday, and I anticipate us having the report two weeks after that because we're at four weeks since she's done that evaluation at this point. Um, so that is the improvement that I've seen from this case to the last case in regards to the parental capacity evaluation. Okay, otherwise, have you seen any change in her behavior? Um, the mother still visits consistently. Um, she's main, she's obtained um, housing and income. Um, I think the only issue is just the getting a new provider in place of, of legacy. She did go to that appointment, but then wanted a new provider. So making sure that that is done. Okay. I don't have any additional questions, Your Honor, for Ms. Rozier, and I would tender the witness. Thank you, Mr. Bocas. Thank you, Your Honor. Ms. Rozier, are you able to hear me? I am. Good morning. Um, with regard to the psychiatric evaluation, you spoke about the psychiatric evaluation through legacy not being completed. You also just testified about the in-progress parental capacity where the evaluator as to observe Ms. Walsh and then the report will be provided a couple of weeks after. The question is this, clarify for me about the psychiatric evaluation in particular. Was I incorrect when I heard that that was not yet complete or has that been completed? So it is not yet completed. Um, after, I think right around the time of the trial, the mother agreed to work with Legacy. And so I submitted an updated referral in September. Um, the mother did complete the intake. They did a biopsychosocial. Um, I don't, I did not get 
documentation about the evaluation, they did report that they discharged the mother because she wanted to find a separate provider because she did not agree with the diagnoses that they had for her. So their only recommendation from that biopsychosocial was individual counseling. So I don't have the updated psychiatric evaluation. So your understanding from conversing with Legacy is that there was still more evaluation to be completed before Ms. Walsh was discharged for not agreeing with the diagnosis. Is that accurate? Yes, just the psychiatric evaluation piece just because of the disagreement regarding the diagnoses. So we don't know if there may have been medication management recommended because that portion of the evaluation wasn't completed, yes? Objection is a speculation. Overruled. Thank you. Um, and that was a yes to my question, Ms. Rocher? Yeah, that's correct. We're not aware of any um, recommendations outside of the individual counseling because they were not able to finish that portion. Thank you, ma'am. No additional questions, Judge. Thank you, sir. Um, and Ms. Mandel, your witness. Thank you, Your Honor. Ms. Rosier, has Ms. Walsh been in contact with you constantly? Yes, we communicate on a daily basis. Okay, do you believe and your experience in knowing Ms. Walsh, that she is definitely trying harder than she did in the last case? I think we have a ways to go. I think I've seen more effort um, in, in this portion of the, the case. Okay, when you say you've seen more effort, how so? Uh, the mother actually completed the parental capacity evaluation as opposed to going to appointments and not completing the evaluation. Okay, and has the mother obtained housing at this point? Uh, the mother has obtained housing. I've done a virtual walkthrough. Okay, and was that satisfactory? Uh, I didn't, from the virtual walkthrough, I did not observe any concerns. Of course, when we get to that piece, an uh, actual home study will need to be done by that county. She does, so no, you can't do that because she's not in your county anymore? She's not in our county, correct. Okay. What, has she, what have you asked her to do that she has not done? Um, the mother's outstanding items on her case plan without me directly referring to the notes um, are just the psychiatric evaluation just because she wanted to find a separate provider. Um, and then there she did complete the substance abuse evaluation. It was um, stated in the judicial review. Um, there were no initial recommendations from that evaluation. However, um, they did recommend ongoing drug screens. And if she tested positive, then there was to be an updated substance abuse evaluation. Um, if you remember during the trial, I'm, so, I'm sorry if I might interrupt test positive for what I, I'm sorry, any substances. So the recommendation was that there was no recommendation for substance abuse treatment, but that she continue ongoing random drug screens. If there was any positive drug test, then they wanted her to do an updated substance abuse evaluation. Um, as we testified during the trial, there was a one positive outside of the medical marijuana, August 8th for opiates and alcohol. Um, and I did try to get the records from the provider, but however, mom still testified to, well, admitted to not taking the medication as prescribed and there still was a positive for alcohol. Um, and so an updated substance abuse evaluation is needed for that. Okay, and do you have a provider for her already to go take that substance abuse evaluation? Um, yes, we do. It's the same provider that did the initial evaluation, same provider that mom does her random drug screen. I know that she was going to chat with um, her counsel before making a decision about the updated substance abuse evaluation. Okay, do you feel that at this point, with all the progress Megan has made, do you think she's a danger to having unsupervised visitation with baby Esther? 
Um, I think as previously stated, before I can make that recommendation, I need to see what the parental capacity evaluation recommends to make sure that we're on track with the services we've already identified. Okay, I just want to make sure, though, Ms. Walsh has nothing more to do with that parental capacity. She has done her part. Yeah, she's done her part for the parental capa um, capacity evaluation, and it's just the updated substance abuse evaluation, and that's seeing what those recommendations are from the parental capacity and the substance abuse evaluation, and then her completing that psychiatric evaluation. Okay, and when you speak to her on the phone, you said you're in communication a lot. Is your is she respectful? Yeah, I haven't had any um, any concerns with my communication with Ms. Walsh. Nothing further, Your Honor. Thank you. Any follow-up, Ms. Clyde? Very briefly, Ms. Rozier, you said there's nothing left for Ms. Walsh to do as it relates to the parental capacity, but in honesty, she has to appear with Esther so that she can be observed by the evaluator. Is that correct? Uh, she does. Mom has been consistent in her visitation, so the provider just wants to come and observe her during one of the visits so that she can include that in her evaluation. Okay, but that is something that Ms. Walsh is going to have to participate in. Yes, as long as the mother is there, that piece is able to be completed on next Wednesday, and she's aware of the, the day and time. And you said that Ms. Walsh, um, her response to your request for her to do the substance abuse evaluation was she would need to speak to her counsel? Uh, there was a, a disagreement on the need for updated substance abuse evaluation, so I had to explain to her that the recommendations from the previous evaluation was that if there were any positive tests, that a new one was needed. Um, I think there was some concern that just an additional task was being added to the mother as opposed to it being a part of the court order. And I understand that, but my, my point is you have at least put out there to Ms. Walsh that this needs to be done, and as of yet, she's not done it, correct? That, that's correct as of now, yes. Okay, thank you. Nothing further, Your Honor. Any follow-up from any of the parties? Yes, Your Honor. Oh. Ms. Mandel? Yes. Uh, the substance abuse evaluation, have you set up an appointment for her? So it's not, it's, it's not a new referral needed. She's already seen that provider for her drug screens. Um, all that is needed is an actual um, call between me, the mother, and the provider. They ask her the intake questions, and then they set the actual evaluation up. So is it possible for you guys to make that phone call today after this hearing? It is possible for us to do, mom has, mom is actually waiting to start her visitation. So it is possible for us to do it after her visitation today. Yes. Fair enough. Fair enough. And do you see mom progressing? I see that she's, she has done a parental capacity. So I see a little bit more effort. Um, we just need to continue to see the consistency um, to get where we need to get in regards to reunifying Esther and mom on this case. Okay. Nothing further, your honor. Thank you. Department. Your Honor, I would ask the court to take judicial notice of the um, information provided through the Department of Health as it relates to the provider uh, named by Ms. Walsh, April Chapel. And I'm specifically asking the court to take notice of the fact that April Chapel is identified as a licensed mental health counselor. And I'm asking the court to do that because um, it's been my experience that, and we have referred Ms. Walsh to a psychiatrist for a psychiatric evaluation. A licensed mental health counselor would not meet that criteria and therefore is not an approved provider for that piece. She could certainly do counseling, but she cannot do the psychiatric evaluation required in this case. 
I don't have any additional witnesses, Your Honor. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Bocas. Yes, Your Honor. Just very briefly, I have a couple of questions for Ms. Abate. Could she be permitted to answer questions from the table? Yes. That's where the witness. Please be seated. Good morning. Good morning. Ms. Abate, did you file a guardian ad litem office judicial review report for today's hearing? Yes, I did. Any updates or corrections to that report? No. Okay. Now, were you able to hear the testimony today from dependency case manager, LaChristy Rosier? Yes. Anything that you can add that would clarify or supplement her testimony? No. No, nothing additional. Do you understand, do you agree with Ms. Rosier's assessment that we're impartial, that Ms. Walsh is impartial compliance? Yes. Okay. And you're in agreement with maintaining the reunification case plan and the case plan goal date? Yes. And supervised visitation? Yes, at this time. Is there anything that Esther needs right now for which she's not being provided? No, she's doing wonderful. Anything else that we have to talk about this family? No. Okay. No additional questions, Your Honor. Thank you. Thank you, Department of Your Witness. I don't have any questions, Your Honor. Ms. Mandel, Your Witness. Yes. Ma'am, how many times have you witnessed Ms. Walsh with baby Esther? I met her the first time back in October, I want to say, and I was there for a few minutes. But then about a week or so ago, I spent about an hour and a half with her and Esther. Okay. And so you observed the two of them interacting? Yes. And how were their interactions? Very positive. She's very good with the baby. And why are you concerned about, why do you feel supervised visitation is still necessary? We still need the recommendations back from her evaluations and for her to engage in that therapy. But do you have any concerns when you see the two together? Not specifically, no. But it's only been in an office setting for, you know. Have you checked out her house where she's moved to Ms. Walsh's house? No, not yet. And when do you plan on doing that? When reunification is closer, I will make an appointment with her. Nothing further, Your Honor. Mr. Bogus, any other witnesses? No, sir. Nothing additional. Thank you, sir. I have no witnesses, Your Honor. Your Honor, I would ask the court to accept the judicial review report that's been prepared and filed with the updates that have been provided by Ms. Rozier. I agree with the testimony of Ms. Rozier and the findings that you have already made today and would ask the court to include a concurrent goal of adoption in this case. This is the first judicial review. This is our six-month review. And based on the testimony today, we are seeing the same behavior we saw in the prior case. As you have pointed out, we're going on now almost two years with the same behavior. It's very concerning. I do believe a concurrent goal is warranted. And we did give Ms. Walsh the benefit of a goal date a year out so that she would have enough time to comply with the case plan fully. I am very concerned with the issue pertaining to the psychiatric evaluation because it doesn't appear as though she's taking that seriously. And then, Your Honor, at the conclusion of the hearing, I'd like to address the subpoena. I had sent two subpoenas to TrueLeave 
uh, one subpoena commanding them to provide my office with their records. They did not respond to that subpoena. I sent a second subpoena to them, commanding them to appear today in person in court. Um, that subpoena has been filed in the court file, and you can see if you look at it, that it was served on them on October 28th, 22 at 1.39, and you have sounded the hall, they are not there. So they are in direct violation of both subpoenas that have been issued. Uh, with the subpoena was the court order that you issued ordering the release of records. And so they are not uh, complying to my subpoena or your court order. And I would ask the court to consider setting a hearing for rule to show cause as to why truly should not be held in contempt for failure to comply. Mr. Bogus. Thank you. Um, first, uh, I'd like to say that uh, Ms. Klein is uh, accomplishing an item on my bucket list by appearing from court on the beach. Uh, I'd love to do that. And it looks like a very, I'm kidding. Um, I would ask that the court maintain the reunification case plan goal with the goal date. The court heard from dependency case manager, LaChristy Rozier, as well as child advocate manager and guardian of Lida Angelina Abate. We're in agreement with the maintaining of the status of partial compliance because there are things that still need to be accomplished in order to meet conditions for return. For example, as the court pointed out, the psychiatric evaluation with a psychiatrist who would be a medical doctor has still yet to be completed. Um, what brought this case into care makes that necessary and critical for child safety, completion of the substance abuse evaluation and intake appears to be planned for this afternoon after the visit. We're not uh, recommending any changes in the status of visitation at this time. Um, I'm encouraged that Ms. Walsh is moving in the right direction, but as the witnesses have pointed out, there is much to go before we can recommend reunification and a uh, return of Esther to the home. Thank you. Thank you. <coughs> Ms. Mandel. Yes, Your Honor, I am in agreement with exactly what the guardian ad litem said. I would ask that you do not concurrently start an adoption plan. This is her first judicial review. She's in partial compliance. The guardian ad litem's counsel is not asking for that. Ms. Roche is not asking for that. She did not make any comments about adoption. I would ask that perhaps at our next judicial review, if Ms. Walsh hasn't done it, then that would be appropriate, but not at this time. She just got this plan in September, Your Honor. And I'm not saying, and she has complied, partial compliance, not full, but partial. So what I would ask that we continue on, set the next judicial review and see where we're at there. And at this time, the, the uh, uh, court will accept the, the judicial review uh, reports and updates um, by the department and as well as the guardian litem program. The, as far as the uh, partial compliance and um, my obvious frustration with this case, my obvious frustration with this case is the psychological evaluation has been in, and Ms. Mandel, you said that she just got the case plan in September. It's the exact same case plan she had for the two years prior with her other three kids. And she still has not completed the psychological evaluation. 
if if she completed the psychological evaluation, I think I'd bring a cake into the courtroom. I I, I would be that excited. I I. I it, I am greatly impressed that she finished the parental capacity and that's harder than the psychological. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm very encouraged by that. And the reason I'm so frustrated is because I know Megan can do it. I, and, and you, you've been involved in this, Ms. Mandel, Ms. Klein, uh, Mr. Bocas, we've, we've all been involved in this case. And I can tell you there is nobody that is more passionate about Megan and Esther being reunified than me. And unfortunately, January, you lose me. You might think that's a great thing. Quit applauding. Um, I know you're muted. Um, I will, but I, I'm, I'm not going to stop pulling for Megan. And I'm not going to stop monitoring this case. It, it, it sounds like that I'm I'm not pulling for Megan because I get so frustrated with her, but I get so frustrated with her because I know what she's got in her. And all you got to do, that psychological, you do the psychological and then you go to the, um, I forget her name, April something, Chappelle. If that's who you want to go to counseling, that's who you go to counseling. But you've got to do the evaluation by a licensed psychologist. Complete that. Be done with it. I'm not going to change the goal to a job to adoption. I'm going to leave the goal as Ms. Bendel um, asked. I'm going to leave it as reunification. I'm still going to be pulling for Megan. I'm going to be pulling for baby Esther. I'm going to be I'm going to be on this thing like I'm riding a horse because I want. I want perfection this time. I want it done. I want it done right. And I want her to complete it. She could be done way, way, way before this case um, ever comes to being close to fruition. The, um, the baby has been actually in shelter since June. So that's why we're talking about this is the six-month review. Um, we've got to get these things done. Um, I find that she's in partial compliance. That's a great thing to say. Um, and that um, the housing and income, um, I hear what you're saying to me, um, Ms. Mendel and uh, Megan, that the, um, but they won't do a home study until, you, until it gets closer to reunification, and then we'll get all of the good stuff on the house and, and what's in the house and that the house is good and that you've got income and things of that nature. So things are, I, things are moving forward, but you got to get the psychological done because we can't get anything further. If you get the psychological done and then the psychological is going to say, yes, she needs medical marijuana because of the prescription, all of those things are going to fall into place. And then I have nothing to say. You shut me up. I mean, it's a bottom line. But I'm not going to shut up until Megan gets perfection and gets this thing done. I, I want them together. Um, so um, the uh, anything else? Uh, the, the visitation will remain the same as uh, supervised visitation as they're going. Um, and as far as the rule to show cause, um, I. I am going to wait on a, um, to see if maybe uh, Ms. Walsh can get in touch with that provider and have them um, 
uh, provide the information that I ordered before I order them into court and hold them in contempt for not doing what I'm asking them to do. I don't want to start getting, um, I don't want to cause um, barriers for Megan by, because then her, you know, the, her provider for this is, could just stop providing and here we go again. So I don't want to do that. So Ms. Walsh, if you could please have them look at those subpoenas, provide the information the court's asking them for. And if that doesn't occur um, in a uh, fairly rapid form, then I will accept a motion from um, the Department of the Guardian on uh, a rule to show cause as to that. Anything but further in the order in this Sorry, Your Honor, may I just clarify uh, to that to that instruction? You would like me to contact who exactly? Corporate True Leave? I was not aware of this subpoena or this aspect. There's been two subpoenas and a court order sent to them to provide us with your records. They have not complied. Not complying with a court order is contempt of court. I don't want to start pushing your provider to that point. Um, I don't know, there might be something there. So I'm going to give you the opportunity to, to tell them, hey, send them the info they need. Megan, he just wants to basically get your records from them. Just get your records. Right, right. From, from the dispensary itself, because it sounds like corporate truly, I don't have contact to, I mean, I can call right. corporate and I'm ask them, but I'm just not aware no. of the details. I, I'm, I'm just asking you to get with them, tell them to look at their, the, the, to please provide what's been ordered through the subpoena. You don't just please provide it. But we just want the records. We don't we don't want to cause any upheaval at this point. Yeah, that's why I signed the uh, releases, Your Honor. I thought that that's what that was. Well, you, you signed releases, but you, get, you might have to prod them a little bit. Ms. Okay. Klein. So that we don't lose sight of this issue with truly because I see this being um, a real problem in the future if we don't get that information from them. Can I submit an order to the court um, where you are specifically directing them to provide you with the records within 10 days of receipt of that order? That way, if they don't comply with that order, then we would be able to follow up and seek a rule to show cause um, pursuant to the fact that they haven't done anything they've been asked. And I don't have a problem with that because it will just follow up. It, it, it won't, I'm not going to say rule to show cause or contempt in that order it'll just be a follow-up to the orders they've already got. And if Ms. Walsh will prod them to please get the records, then I think that'll maybe get the records to us. I can't control them though, Your Honor. So I will oh, prod. I, I, I understand that. I understand that that's, but I don't want to start rocking the boat with... I don't want to start rocking the boat with somebody you're working with. So exactly. yeah, no, these, um, these new needs are absolutely new today and I will follow up on, on what we've reviewed. Thank you. Very good. Anything further from anybody else? Next date, Your Honor. We need a next uh, judicial review date. May 8th at 9 o'clock. May 8th at 9 o'clock. May 8th at 9 o'clock. And is that in front of the judge or magistrate? Your Honor, Your Honor, I don't know how it works where you are, but sometimes when judges leave divisions, they keep a certain case. Would you be willing to keep this case since you are so embedded with it? I, unfortunately, I'm taking on the largest felony case docket in this district, okay. so I don't have any way. But I might make a cameo appearance. 
That's in front of Judge. It would be in front of uh, Judge Griffin. Okay. On May 8th. Maybe Judge Griffin and me. All right. Have a nice day. Thank you very much. Thank Take you, Your Honor. Have right, a good one. You. Case number 2021 DP36 in the interest of the Footman Turner children.